Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. And welcome all you hookers and slicers out there to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and is with me as always is Nick the Stick from up north there, eh? Surviving the holiday season, it seems like. How was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, Merry Thanksgiving to you too. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, got to see friends and family and get some food and... But I did not play golf, but uh, I thought I saw that you, you were able to get out. Yeah, I'm, I'm still getting out. It's it's cold, it's chilly, but uh, there's ways to survive that. Courses, or at least there's one course still open down here. And as long yeah. as there's that, no... Is that your home one, your home course? No, my home course closed. Um, last year it was open through Thanksgiving weekend, but my home clo- course closed like mid-November this year. Yeah. But there's a course... Not too much farther, maybe like another five, seven minutes south. Um, that is open. It's technically, it is a county course, like my home course, but it's in a different county. Um, but that one, they said like it's going to be open un- unless there's snow on the ground. So Nice. Like, yeah, they, they said it's been open, like they, they've been open in like January. Yeah. So. Cool. I mean, the greens will be freaking hard as rocks and frozen, so it's not going to be like, you know, obviously great conditions, but... You got to play the ground. You play the ground. That's uh, that's a tip right there. Tip number... It, it is. Tip like number four. Video. I watched that today. That was great. Five five tips for playing in cold weather. Yeah. I mean, I agree with all of them. Yeah, if you guys haven't checked it out on the 4Champ YouTube channel, uh, there's a video I just put out. Five and tips. IG. Five tips. Yeah, and, I, and Instagram. I put it on the Instagram, 4Champ Instagram channel. Uh, follow us there if you haven't already. Um, yeah. And the Twitter. I put it on Twitter, too. Cool. Um, but, yeah, just five tips playing in cold weather. I played when it was, like, 28 degrees or something yeah. like that. Fahrenheit, not Celsius. Yeah, I noticed uh, you were all alone, though, and I didn't see anyone else in the court. Yeah, there was, I, there was, like, one other person I saw all day. It was, like, the last hole. Uh, really? I saw a guy coming up, like because there's 27 holes there, and so like I go in and you know <laughs> I'm like the only guy out there basically, and yeah, he's like yeah you can play any of the nines whatever. Can I can I get another hot hot, hot chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hot chocolate's amazing. <laughs> I I I just bring my own, but uh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, when I was ending my round, I saw one other guy out on the course. Otherwise, I didn't see anybody. Course to myself, basically. Yeah, must have been a slow day for the Bev cart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no Bev cart out there to get hot chocolate refills. No, bring you better bring a thermos. Yep. Yeah, but that's cool. No, I, I mean... We're from a cold weather state, and I, even in Colorado, I mean, Colorado, I could play year round pretty much. You know, it might be 30 degrees on Tuesday and six inches of snow, but then it'll be 70 the next day, right? You know, in a t shirt. But um, 
it, you still get like all those rules apply. I mean, the grounds are rock hard and got to dress in layers and bring hot chocolate. And yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a different animal. You just, you gotta, you gotta adapt. Um, and yeah, use some of those strategies for sure. I also like to, I take a lot of practice swings. Like I'm just constantly like swinging to try to stay warm. Keeps you warm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then even if it's below like 40, I got to wear like those winter gloves they have nowadays where like the palms are a little thinner, but the backs are, I mean, so you can, you you play them like two go two gloves, Tommy, but, um, it keeps, keeps your hands a little warmer. Yeah. I, I just had hand warmers that yeah. <laughs> I'm able to do that fine. And then mittens, mittens in between shots when I'm pushing the cart or whatever. Yeah. That, that, that yeah, helps. Mittens. Yeah. Mittens are great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's, there's ways to do it. Definitely. Yeah. But, uh, Yes, we're we're a crazy bunch. We'll we'll find a way. <laughs> I mean, if there's if the course is open, we'll find a way. Yeah, they're not. Gonna, I mean, you know, our season is short enough as it is, so take advantage while you can. At, at some point, there's going to be snow on the ground, and the course is going to close. And then yep. you gotta you gotta find an indoor simulator if you want to continue. Maybe we relegated to Tiger Woods Golf for yeah. Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah there virtual golfer in there find somewhere indoors to hit balls yeah i'll uh yeah once basically once that happens i'll i'll start i'll go to a place uh where my coach is and do start doing lessons again to to get ready for next season that's right get get ready for that next year's uh mark zelich gotta, yeah got to Gotta find a way to not uh, five put the five put the last hole, make myself look like an ass. <laughs> yeah, your put myself skills. out of the out of the money. <laughs> yeah, right. Your hockey skills came came flying through. Play a little puck around the hole. Yeah, a little bit. But no, yeah. Gotta finish it off. But yeah, we all we all get to a point where we've had enough at some point. Yeah. But. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, well, it's been a couple of weeks. I mean, yeah, it's been a while. What uh, I was just—I was just looking at our picks. Uh, looks like I had a—I uh, was the big wiener. Yeah, you were victorious uh, the last time we made picks, which was for the RSM Classic. Uh, so that's how long ago it's been since we've done an episode. It's, it's just the way it is. You got thanksgiving holiday and yeah. family and just being busy and it's tough it's tough sometimes but uh here we are and uh just recapping those picks i mean like you said you got the dub one one two of the picks uh to my to my one although uh all our picks were pretty close i would say yeah so, uh, yeah, they, uh, it was some good matchups. I think yeah. our 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 best men, uh, Kistner, was uh, missed the cut. Same with Hama, Max Hama missed the cut, but he was minus one. So you win that one. And then uh, yeah, I was watching the leaderboard on the weekend, and I remember I picked uh, Seamus Power had a good, had a really good week. Um, yeah, fifteen under, edged out 
uh, Webb Simpson yeah. by uh, just one stroke at minus 15. Yeah, Webb, Webb was my pick. He was 14 under, so uh, two, two good uh, two good two good rounds right there for those for our picks um and then our trunk slammers uh both missed the cut um yes. mine mine uh had, had a couple more birdies on his card than yours so yeah so you got I missed the, the cut worse yeah you got the trunk slammer there so that that got you the win but uh yeah that's i mean that's all we're really gonna talk about it i don't want to i don't want to toot your horn too much here yeah, we don't need to rehash the past. Everyone, everyone's already heard I won a couple times, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, um, but hey, we've had a lot of other things happen. Uh, yeah, since, it's been an exciting week since then. In the golf world since then, with the tour being off last week. Yeah, and of course, over the uh, Thanksgiving holiday, Black Friday, you had the match. Yeah, did you watch it? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I kept tabs on it, but I didn't actually watch it. Yeah. Um, I saw I saw highlights. Um, I was out golfing. That was the day I was golfing. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So well, that's, that's a good excuse then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bryson DeChambeau versus Brooks Kepka, the the matchup that everyone's been wanting for a year, basically. Yeah. Uh, ever since their whether you want to call it manufactured or not, their their little rivalry, um, their little pillow fight, yeah, where everyone wanted to see them kind of pair up in a in a major or on a Sunday of a tournament, uh, yeah. never really happened. But Correct. but this is kind of the the next best thing. Um, yeah, having them too. This what what was this like the fifth version of the match? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Obviously, it started with Tiger and and Phil, and then it's just kind of snowballed from there. Different different matchups and everything, but yeah, Bryson and Brooks, and we had Phil narrating or commentating yeah, no, or whatever. There, it, it was there was some fun stuff. I I mean, one from an entertainment perspective, and then two. I mean, just. I don't know. I, I I like most of Phil's commentary. I mean, he's got just sees a different side of the game. I mean, there was one part where he went off on a tangent about like Bryson's like brainwaves <laughs> and like how Bryson's on the cutting edge of like hacking his mind and getting into theta and beta brainwaves and like and then, and like they're they're saying all this while the Bryson and Brooks are listening and then like. Oh, yeah, because they have earpieces in, yeah. Yeah, he had Bryson explain it and, like, how his breathing helps him get into, like, <laughs> the right brain waves. It was, uh, I don't know. But. I, I can't imagine what Brooks was thinking that entire time, that entire conversation. Yeah. Just in, the, in, in his mind, in his whatever epsilon brainwave that he's got going on. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was curious, too. I was like, I really wonder, like, if you polled the golf community, if it's like, if it's really split 50, 50, I mean, cause you, I mean, I'm intrigued by, you know, the science of Bryson, like how he analyzes things and you know, what he's done for the game. What do you, what do you mean by pull? Like about, about what? Like, well, one, if they like, like this rivalry or two and two, two, which side of the fence they're on. Okay. Um, 
like who's rooting for like like who are you rooting for like i mean and and a lot of people are like i don't care i just wanted to see a good match but like if you had to pick one (laughs) if i had to pick one because i i would say i'm more on the fence of like i don't actually have a side in it like i yeah um i don't i don't fall on you know brooks or or bryson's um quote-unquote team but um you know i like i like i like brooks and his game and and how he just always seems to you know be right there in majors right um like his ability to step up and and you know win big events is is admirable um i i like that about him um i do like his kind of personality a little bit too where he's a little bit more laid back um but in terms of bryson um i yeah he's a little interesting at times for sure um he he definitely can make it hard for you to like him at 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 points but I would say I do like what he's doing in terms of pushing the game. Um, oh, like questioning things and trying to like figure out new ways to do things, um, yeah. whether it be putting strokes or, or you know, the single length irons or um, just driving the ever living crap out of the ball. Um, just, just long driving the ball all over the course. Um, you know, it's a different strategy in a sense um, than what everyone else does. I mean, obviously, Tiger was pretty big back in the day of, you know, just being so much farther than everyone else at a point. Um, so it, it's not like we haven't seen that before. But, you know, Bryson... Right. Yeah, even Jack Nicklaus, like, was right. one of the longer players in the game. Right. But, I mean, you, you saw during the Ryder Cup, like, Bryson taking that angle on that snake par 5... And just like he had what seventy yards into that green or something on his yeah. second shot, like are you, <laughs> nuts. are you kidding me? Like things like that, you know. I like about Bryson, um, like I like kind of what he does there. It's it's fun, you know. It's a bit of a spectacle, a little bit. Like I feel like he's, you know, he's is getting people kind of into the sport a bit or, or drawing more eyes to the sport. Um, so I think yeah, that's really he's good. Different. He's just right. Everything he does, pretty much, is just different. But I love it. I like his passion and how he's kind of stuck with it. Yeah, uh, like I obviously, like I said, I I'm not really a fan of everything he does or say. But I mean, that can apply to a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like if I had to if I had to pick someone in like this particular mat or rivalry or match or whatever, you know, Brooks versus Bryson. Um, I mean, I'd I'd probably pick Brooks just because I don't know I feel like I I feel a little bit more relatable to him in a sense Um, like because I don't swing you know single length irons I don't I mean I do kind of hit some bombs out there I will I will say Um, but like Brooks isn't a short hitter anyhow either Um, But, like, just, I think I relate a little bit better to Brooks, in a sense, than Bryson. 
Um, but it's not like, like, where I'm rooting completely for Brooks and just like booing everything Bryson does. Like, it's just kind of like, it's an edge. It's like a slight edge towards Brooks' side. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think either one of them are particularly, uh, you know, high on the popularity scale. I think they're both a little polarizing and they really don't give a shit. They just, they're yeah. doing their own thing. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I was kind of rooting for Brooks, but I, I really thought Bryson was going to win. But uh, yeah, he got his, he got his butt spanked. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously he lipped out a lot of putts, but you know, he just didn't bring, didn't have his A game, didn't bring it. You know, he brought cupcakes. Uh, <laughs> that, that was kind of funny. Uh, that was a nice touch for the the pay per view main event, um, but you kind of that uh, I'll be curious how to see how if that backfires um, because yeah he didn't really put up much of a fight it was a good old fashioned ass whooping yeah yeah I feel like and this is this is based on not a whole lot of data <laughs> so this is not based on something i like it even more Bry- bryson would not approve of this uh hypothesis here but i would i feel kind of like in in the sense of the match and the spectacle that it is um i feel like it doesn't allow bryson to necessarily get into the right mindset of playing golf like it would when he's just in a tournament inside the ropes and it's just him and his caddy and and he's not like having to really talk to you know Phil Mickelson who's commenting and doesn't have anybody in his ear um he doesn't have to like do anything for the camera um not saying he doesn't do things for the camera I mean that's we saw that in the Ryder Cup but um like it's it's a little bit different playing in that sort of match or or arena when it's just kind of a very focused, you know, you're the only pair out there, everyone's keying in on you, and you're basically the entertainment, and you're supposed to interact and stuff like that um, compared to, you know, just being focused, you know. Yeah, it's a totally different way to play for both of them, and neither neither of them are like, you know, outwardly like entertaining. Like that's not their doesn't seem to be their natural mo. So I think it was a little out of both their comfort zones. But I mean, they ultimately agreed to it. I'm sure they got oh yeah paid, paid handsomely for well, a pay-per-view event. That and you know the uh, the PGA tours, you know, bonus money for popularity for popularity. I mean. That's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why this whole rivalry got started, most likely. <laughs> At least I feel. Yeah. Like, sure, there was probably a little bit of, like, annoyance between them. Um, at, but they just kind of played off of it because they knew about, you know, the PGA Tour popularity bonus. Yeah. So, and that's kind of how it just grew and snowballed. And then all of a sudden we got, you know, the match. Yeah. It'll be interesting yeah, to see no. where the rivalry goes after this, though, if it continues or if it's just kind of like that was it. Yeah, I mean, if it ever escalates to have the match, you know, the rematch. The rematch. 
Like, you know, are they going to keep evolving it with different players or do like, is it ever going to be enough of a storyline with, you know, give the public what they want with, uh, you know, again, yeah, does this put it to rest? And, you know, Brooks is the better heads up player, you know, a match play player between them or is Bryson going to start talking shit like, oh, yeah, I... Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't you know, really the humidity, trying. The humidity and the barometric <laughs> pressure didn't play to my. I mean, they they set it up against me. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean maybe could be. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, well, they were I playing. Was, they were playing in Vegas. They were playing the desert. Yeah. I mean, what about? I don't know. Playing at a non-desert venue or. Maybe a place a little bit higher in uh, sea level. Actually, he was uh, he was playing with Rogers in that match. Whatever yeah, was that yeah. the fourth match? Was that also the match? It was it was other uh, match. Yeah, uh, the match with uh, Brady that. and Rogers. Um, um, yeah. I mean, he if I remember correctly for that, I don't I don't know if he played. Yeah, this is the fifth. I don't think he played all that great in that one either. Um, he was he was paired up with Rogers. I mean, they won. They ended up winning that one, but Aaron Aaron and Bryson won. But it was yeah. more it was more Aaron. Right. That's what I mean. Like I f- I feel like Bryson didn't really play all that well in that one, but like yeah. they still got the victory. Yeah. So I mean that's two matches right there where Bryson hasn't had his A game for him. Correct. One was at pretty decent altitude. The other one here was, uh, you know, desert sea level. I don't know. Is Vegas sea level? Mm, I don't think so. Probably, I mean, probably a little not, bit. Right. It's not that high. Um, Screw um, it. Let's put him over in in Europe in Scotland. Play him on a Lynx course that is sea level. See what happens. Yeah, I guess it's two thousand feet, so almost half a mile above sea level. Okay, yeah. Um, Let's get him. Uh, get him at Pebble Beach. Get him close yeah. to the sea level. We'll see. I mean, I would have thought the course played to more Brooks, but I mean, I don't think it played to either one of them that great. I mean, it was a pretty nice looking course. I mean, yeah, it's I'm a resort course. Play, but yeah, I mean it. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like a bomber's paradise. No. I mean, which is what they both probably would prefer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really funny at one point. Like, Brooks like was saying, I've never seen this guy hit, which I don't know. I, part of me doesn't believe, and part of me is like, yeah, he really doesn't give a crap about this guy. He's like, I've never seen him hit in person. Like, it's really amazing how far he hits it. And, like, he was just – he was giving him a little bit of, like, props and – you know, recognition. Did he, did he honestly not see him play at the Ryder Cup? <laughs> I guess. He's been blocking him out. I, he, well, maybe he just hasn't seen it in person because I'm pretty sure they didn't get paired in the same well, plot. Yeah, they didn't get paired, but like maybe like on the range or something. Or I guess maybe if different tee times, they have different times that they're on the range, I guess. But well, even I in know, like practice. I know though. for a fact they were on the range at the same time on Wednesday before their practice round because I was there watching both of them. Oh, yes. There you go. But it doesn't mean he's watching them. I I think he's a big fat liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I guess we'll have to. And when we get him on the show as a special guest, we'll have to ask him. Like, we'll have to you, ask. Well, one... real, but he said it anyway. He's like, I've never really watched him hit balls, and he's like, Yeah, it's incredible. And so I thought, I mean, it was just interesting. And I, uh, yeah, I mean, I saw him hit. It is incredible. Like, I mean, yeah. how far he hits it. I mean, there's, I, I've seen some long hitters. I mean, and he's right way out there i mean like i mean like almost prolonged hitters like i've seen in person but yeah they just they hit it like another level and bryson's like you know one of the top in the world i mean he's not gonna win the long drive championship no but he competed he was he competed but he was he got to like fifth i think right yeah he's up there somewhere around there and those other guys can't chip and putt for shit yeah i mean he's got a full game along with hitting bombs bombs um, making Mickelson proud out there yeah Mickelson and Bryson have a bromance for sure <laughs> absolutely Mickelson is infatuated with Bryson's science science I mean because that's really the only way Phil can, can compete nowadays really See, at his age like he has to be able to hit it far Otherwise, he's only going to be Champions Tour. Yeah, he can clean up on the Champions Tour, but, I mean, I th- I think he still hits it far enough. I mean, that That's what I mean, be- but, like, he, he, when he saw Bryson, you know, hitting bombs, you know, a couple of years back, like, or just seeing players hitting bombs, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, Bryson, to get to this point, it's, I know, like, during the pandemic is kind of when we first saw him you know hitting bombs out there but like yeah. it took him a lot longer than that um you know it was a couple years previous to that that he started that journey to get to the point where he's working out his muscles and everything to to get to the point where he can make that swing and hit bombs you know the transformation he made between like you know when he first came on tour with you know his kind of skinny body and then you know now he's freaking you know, he's got mass. He's cultivated some mass out there. Um, yeah. So I'm. I feel like, you know, the secret, you know, was was out there a little bit. And I'm sure Phil heard about it, and so and that was kind of about the same time that Phil was like, you know what, I need to figure out how to hit some bombs as well because I'm getting up there in age, and if I don't keep up my distance, I'm not going to be able to continue to compete on the PGA Tour and be able to compete at the u.s open and and be able to somehow you know find a way to get a career grand slam um and look at him he won the pga championship um yeah no he definitely and he threw that out there too he's like he's like well something about like yeah watching these guys today well i mean at least but between the three of us at least one of us won a major last year (laughs) he's the only one uh not not the guys we're watching on hit the shots which he's not wrong, so it's yeah. Just, yeah, I think he hits it far enough, but yeah, somewhere in there, Phil. Oh yeah, he does. He's always been a golf geek, um, but yeah, he's really accelerated that, and who knows what when? Yeah, that, I was thinking about that too. When um, whenever like Bryson, I thought Bryson bulked up when we when quarantine hit. Yeah, hard. he did, but like that's when we saw we saw it when he came out of quarantine. Phil comes back and uses that to motivate to win and then ultimately win the PGA. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you you see guys like Bryson and Phil put conscious efforts into into hitting bombs. Ball speed. Ball speed. Ball speed. Ball speed. <laughs> but and then you see kind of the opposite where, you know, Rory McIlroy saw what Bryson was doing. He's like, I need to do that as well and that kind of completely messed him up for a while <laughs> you know um like it's it's just one of those things where it's interesting how yeah. it affects different players yeah for sure because it's there's not just it's not as easy as uh you know as it's just hit it farther because yeah it can really adapt and mess with your your touch and your your swing yeah. and and the and the the difference on on the tour, the guys on tour, like the difference between winning and and missing the cut is like so small, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and like everyone's got a, a, I mean they all look different, but everyone's got a good swing where they're hitting their points, they're making great ball contact, you know, they're striking the ball great. Um, but just a little bit different. Like just one little hitch in the swing or something, you know, one little thing that's off, like can be the difference between winning an event and missing the cut. It's yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. A game of millimeters, you know, whether it's around the cup or off the tee or between the ears. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, makes me think of that guy that uh had it all together a few years ago and uh finally got to see him swing again uh and he's hosting a tournament this week yeah good old tiger woods yeah that's exciting finally got an update from him uh first time since his crash in what february yeah where right after the genesis genesis open where uh car crash and whatever broke his leg or whatever else he did to his body there it's been just a long recovery and did you hear the interview where he was like yeah amputation was on the table i didn't hear that but i i'm not surprised i think i when i think i heard back like around that time like i didn't hear his interview when he said that but i remember back when that crash happened and there was that one guy that came to like the rescue or whatever and i thought i heard from like the police or paramedics or something saying like yeah if he didn't get there you know and pull tiger out or something like yeah easily could have been an amputation or even possible you know death or whatever um i feel like i heard that but it's been a while so maybe i'm wrong I mean, Tiger just confirmed you were right uh, as far as the, he said himself, uh, like on this week, was like, yeah, amputation was on the table. I mean, he, yeah. and that's, all, that's about all he said, but it like caught the reporter off guard, and the reporter was like, oh, uh, sorry, I, f- I forgot my next question. <laughs> uh, uh, and so, yeah, that I can't even imagine Tiger with a prosthetic. Uh, like, yeah. But crazy. But, I mean, if there was anybody that could. <laughs> have a prosthetic and still win on the PGA Tour, it would be freaking Tiger Woods. Yes. He, he'd get those, like, those blade legs or whatever they're called, yeah. and he'd just be, be running towards his, to his ball, just sprinting. <laughs> just bounding. Yes. Tiger. <laughs> Tiger Woods on blades. 
That would be crazy. No, but yeah, we last week we saw a little little two second video of him kind of hitting a short little shot with a wedge or I think it was a wedge, maybe a short iron. Yeah, um, just a s- small little swing. But that was the first time we saw a swing from him since his crash, and that was like every time he posts something on social media. I mean, because of course we've gone through this multiple times with Tiger. He's had to come back from a lot of different things, but every time people think he's never going to come back and play, he posts <laughs> something on social media, and the, the golf world just explodes. And it's like, yep, Tiger's back. Tiger's back. Do you think he'll play at the Masters? Uh, this year? Well, next 2022. Oh, sorry, this upcoming year, <laughs> uh, this next Masters. Uh, yeah, I mean... No, I don't think he's going to play at this upcoming one. Um, I could see him playing a tournament at some point next year. I don't think I don't think he'll be back for the Masters, but he will play in the Masters again. Yeah, I agree. I and part of it is like, I think he could play like technically go out and like get around. I mean, because if he's swinging now, he's got another six months to, or like five months to get there. So he could do it, but I wonder if it'll be a pride thing that like, he knows he can't win. He doesn't want to go out there and post, you know, two rounds in the eighties. Yeah. Um, I mean, but like, you think about it, like that's the one tournament that like, nobody cares if you're like, cause you're not really stealing a spot from somebody. Right. Can, Especially you, him. You, you still got like, Every Masters winner is has the full right to play in that for the rest of their life, yeah. even when they're 70 years old. And they, yep. you know they're not going to win, but it's part of tr- history. Right. Tradition. And so that's the one tournament I'm like, ah, oh, man, if he could. like, And I and now seeing it with him, I mean, if he can swing, unless he gets in another car crash or, like, well, God forbid, <laughs> like, you know, if something else tragic happens. But I just wonder, like, if he'll just not play because you know he doesn't think he can win. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he would only really play if if he thinks he has a shot, um, or if he thinks that he can compete. But he'll say, you know, his body's not ready, which yeah. is not which is not untrue. But people I mean, don't really care. It, it's one thing to make some golf swings it's another to walk 72 holes making 270 ish swings over four days on a course like augusta that is if you make the cut if you make the cut i mean that's the goal right um a course like augusta that is you know has some elevation has some has some i wouldn't know I wouldn't know, but that's what I hear. Yeah, that, I'm telling you from experience. Yeah, uh, it's got it's got some undulation there, some some uh, some hills. Yeah. It's not the flattest course out. No, there. no. Um, I that would be exciting. It'll give the golf world something to talk about for five months. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll 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 hear a lot more. We'll probably see more videos of him swinging club. But definitely positive signs right now. Yeah. Seeing him back swinging. The the nice thing is, or the fortunate thing is for him, with the leg that got injured was his trail leg, which 
doesn't take as much force in the swing as... Yeah, there's more torque on your, your lead leg. And that's, yeah, that's the leg that he's had the multiple knee surgeries on and stuff, so... Um, so it'll be a little bit easier road in that sense um, yeah. of getting to a swing because you're not, yeah, you're not torquing that leg as much. Yeah. Putting as much force on it. Um, but, you know, he's, he's what, 40, 46 or 45? He's about to turn another year older at the end of this year, December 30th. Yeah, birthday's coming up. Like, he, you know, he's not getting any younger. He's He's still got his his back you know that's not getting any younger <laughs> so it's kind of everything right now he even said that during his interviews like you know i'm you know i'm not really going to be back full time which isn't really new i mean he hasn't really been full time on the pga tour in a decade you know he picks his spots anyhow picks his yeah. tournaments to play in yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I mean, you see, you know, Steve Stricker is similar to that. Um, there's a lot of guys that aren't full-time but still play in multiple tour- tournaments a year and play in majors. And, I mean, that's, you know, about as good of a future as you can pretty much hope for from Tiger going forward. But I don't, th- I don't think anybody really cares all that much about him in regular tournaments. They want to see him at the Masters. They want to see him in the Majors, trying to trying to get to Jack Nicklaus's record. So, like, he, he could play four tournaments all year, and that would be enough for everyone. Yeah, he'll, he'll have a good life. I mean, yeah, we're, <laughs> right. we're all... We're all, uh, you know, the fans that want to see, you know, always, always one more... One more for the road, you know. I mean, but it'll. I don't doubt it. I mean, well, I wouldn't bet on it, but I wouldn't be. Yeah, wouldn't, but with wouldn't be the most shocking thing I ever saw. No, with with how much we've seen from Tiger in his career, like if you're if you if you doubt Tiger would be able to come back from this, like you just you're not learning your lesson from everything else that he's done, yeah. all these other comebacks that he's made. I mean. For me, like, he doesn't have to win another tournament at all going forward. Like, I I got the itch scratched when he won the Masters in 2019. Yeah. Uh, like, that was that was it for me. Yeah. Because, like, when he last won at least the Masters in 2005 prior to that, and then the, the U.S. Open in 2008, like, between then and 2019, like, Will Tiger ever win again was a huge question mark. And, and, you know, 2005 and 2008, you thought, you know, he's still got a long career out of him. He's still, you know, the GOAT, essentially. Yeah. Um, Like, there's no way he's not going to win another one. And then as time passes, you're like, he may never, you know, win again. (laughs) He may never play again. Uh, And then he eventually came back and and won in 2019. And that was kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm good I'm good now. I like I I I understand that's like the end of his career now. Like I can yeah. say goodbye now because I, I wasn't ready to back in the in the two thousands. Yeah. So so right now like I have the twenty nineteen experience. That's cool. Everything else is gravy from here on out. I do think he'll come back and play and, and honestly I would not be surprised at all if he wins another masters or another major 
at some point. I would not be surprised. Like you said, wouldn't necessarily bet on it, but yeah. it's Tiger Woods. I mean, yeah. you you can't really be surprised with Tiger Woods. I wouldn't bet on it, but I wouldn't bet against it. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to need some odds. I'll just be I'll just be a neutral observer here. One way or the other, I'm going to need some odds. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll see. But yeah, he's. I'm sure there'll be more, more tiger sightings. That's one thing I'm pretty confident in, in the next few months. Um, he's all. He's always on the radar. He's but, always on the prowl. So yeah, I mean, and then he's hosting the tournament this week. So even though uh, it is Thursday, we uh, decided to make our picks last night. Yeah, we made we made our picks. Full disclosure, we made our picks prior to the tournament starting this morning. Um, so we'll we'll go through these picks here. Um, just just two two players this week, uh, considering that the Hero World Challenge is an invites only tournament hosted by Tiger. Just Twenty players. Yeah, very limited field. Um, so we just got two players each that we've picked. Um, Nick's got. Colin Morikawa and Rory McIlroy, and I have Justin Tom- Thomas and uh, Bryson DeChambeau. I I figured I, I'm I'm on Bryson's bandwagon this week here. I may have yeah. been on Brooks during the the match, but I figured maybe Bryson's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder after getting his you know butt handed to him in the match. And he was like, I gotta show a little something here. That's kind of why I picked him a little bit here. I could see him. Yeah, it would be, I mean, getting your butt kicked like that on TV would give anybody fired up, or it should. But part of what he was saying when he was out there driving his golf cart around was like, he was already starting with the excuses, and he was like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, my my game's just not here. I mean, I haven't swung, I haven't been playing very much in the last two and a half months. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, glad you took this really serious. (laughs) Prepared for it, you know. Yeah, but not like you're gonna play a lot in the last five days. So I didn't think he was gonna be able to turn his game around. He looked, I thought he was, but we'll see. I guess that's uh, what we're gonna find out. I mean, we know he can't finish, you know, outside the top twenty. Right, right. Um, yeah, and not, and honestly, after the first round here, all all four of them are doing doing all right. They're uh, all within three shots of the lead. So, you know. It's anybody's ball game here. You got Rory, Rory, your pick is tied for the lead right now. Justin yeah. Justin Thomas, my pick, is one shot back. You have Kyle Morikawa, two shots back. And then Bryson is three shots back. Um, so, hey, you know, we're right there. Our picks are right there. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. A lot of, a lot of cream in this getting ready to rise to the top this weekend a lot of this is a good old fashioned shootout uh, gun for gunslingers and, and uh, yeah it's kind of ex- kind of exciting you gonna watch any of it this weekend shootout in the Bahamas yeah I'll watch I'll watch some yeah for sure well, shootout in Albany Albany New Providence Bahamas Ever been to the Bahamas? No, me neither. I would like. I'd like to. One of these days, I'd like to get down. Maybe not necessarily the Bahamas, or but somewhere down in the Caribbean, 
play some golf down there at some point. One of these winters. I think that would be pretty fun to do. But yeah, yeah, I would. Uh, I would definitely take take my chance to do that. So, well, I think that's it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's that time of year. Holidays are upon us. Yeah. Got any golf stuff on your, on your Christmas list? Find any, find any, uh, Black Friday deals, golf stuff? <laughs> Not any Black Friday deals. No. Just, just regular Friday deals. Just, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, lots of things. I don't know. I might need a new putter. I don't might know. need a new putter. It's always on the list. Right. Of course. Great. Yeah. That's my, that's our inside joke here that uh, Nick needs a new putter. Yep. The the current 33 don't work. Well, I mean. No, they. You got 33. Might as well get, you know, what's one more? What's one more? <laughs> that's what I say. Yeah. All right. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> All Maybe. right. I'll. I'll uh, I'll see what I can uh, do. I'll see. I'll try and call Santa for you. See if he's got a good one. I appreciate coming that. your way. But uh, thank you. But until then, good luck with your picks. Good luck uh, out on the slopes. I guess your your uh, your courses aren't aren't open up by you. But like I said, I you sure they could. I I'm a little upset that they're not. I'm jealous of you. Um, I, hey, if you want to, you know, stop down. Fair game. All right. You're free. Uh, you're free to drive the three hours, two and a half hours, whatever it is south. Let's, let's not rule it out. All right. I, hey, as long as there's no snow, I'll still be playing. Get those mittens. Got the mittens. There we go. And he got the five rules for playing in cold weather. It's all we need. Oh yeah. So. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. That'll be it for this week. Hit them straight. Nick, sign it off. <laughs> Peace, love, and birdies. Arnold Palmer is the master champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. Oh, no, it yeah. really isn't, Roger. <laughs> I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.